When we try to speak to each other, me to you, you to me, we are immediately constricted by the unbelievable limitation of words. For this reason, I do not communicate by words alone. In fact, rarely do I do so. The most common form of communication is through feeling. Feeling is the language of the soul. If you want to know what's true for you about something, look to how you're feeling about it. Feelings are sometimes difficult to discover, and often even more difficult to acknowledge. Yet hidden in your deepest feelings is your highest truth. The trick is to get to those feelings. I will show you how. Again, if you wish. I also communicate with thought. Thought and feelings are not the same, although they can occur at the same time. In communicating with thought, I often use images and pictures. For this reason, thoughts are more effective than mere words as tools of communication. In addition to feelings and thoughts, I also use the vehicle of experience as a grand communicator. And finally, when feelings and thoughts and experience all fail, I use words. Words are really the least effective communicator. They are most open to misinterpretation, most often misunderstood. Why is that? It is because of what words are. Words are merely utterances, noises that stand for feelings, thoughts, and experience. They are symbols, signs, insignias. They're not truth. They're not the real thing. Words may help you understand something. Experience allows you to know. Yet there are some things you cannot experience. So I've given you other tools of knowing, and these are called feelings. And so, too, thoughts. Now, the supreme irony here is that you've all placed so much importance on the Word of God, and so little on the experience. In fact, you place so little value on experience that when what you experience of God differs from what you've heard of God, you automatically discard the experience and own the words, when it should be just the other way around. Your experience and your feelings about a thing represent what you factually and intuitively know about that thing. Words can only seek to symbolize what you know and can often confuse what you know. These, then, are the tools with which I communicate. Yet they are not the methods. For not all feelings, not all thoughts, not all experience, and not all words are from me. Many words have been uttered by others in my name. Many thoughts and many feelings have been sponsored by causes not of my direct creation. Many experiences result from these. The challenge is one of discernment. The difficulty is knowing the difference between messages from God and data from other sources. Discrimination is a simple matter with the application of a basic rule. Mine is always your highest thought your clearest word, your grandest feeling. Anything less is from another source. Now the task of differentiation becomes easy, for it should not be difficult even for the beginning student to identify the highest, the clearest, and the grandest. Yet will I give you these guidelines. The highest thought is always that thought which contains joy. The clearest words are those words which contain truth. 
The grandest feeling is that feeling which you call love. Joy, truth, love. These three are interchangeable, and one always leads to the other. It matters not in which order they are placed. Having with these guidelines determined which messages are mine and which have come from another source, the only question remaining is whether my messages will be heeded. Most of my messages are not. Some because they seem too good to be true. Others because they seem too difficult to follow. Many because they are simply misunderstood. Most because they are not received. My most powerful messenger is experience, and even this you ignore. Especially this you ignore. Your world would not be in its present condition were you to have simply listened to your experience.